Good morning, friends. This is Deb. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. I had my grandkids all day yesterday, and it reminded me why we do what we do. (laughs) You guys, I'm telling you, it is so much work to have two little ones. I have my granddaughter that's eight months and my other granddaughter that's two. And you just don't stop from the time you get up until the time you fall into bed at night. And I just want to tell you guys that you are doing a great job and that God is with you. And what you're doing in your homes with all of the work, the diapers and potty training and sibling fusses and exhaustion and everything that you do, guys, matters to God. It matters so much to Him. And I just want to encourage you today to keep going and know that taking care of children is such an honorable job. You are taking care of souls that last for eternity. Those children have souls that last for eternity. And so by praying for your children, by teaching them scripture, by being patient with them and taking care of them and feeding them and everything that you do and raising them up for the Lord, it matters greatly to God. So (laughs) I just wanted to give you that little bit of encouragement today that I was wiped out when my grandkids left yesterday because it's so much work. But all that to say, you're doing a great job and God is so pleased. Today's devotion is a little different, and it is Tara Davis's teaching children that nothing is impossible with God. And guys, on our website, this post has been one of the most popular posts that we have ever shared. And I want to invite all of you to go to our website and do this with your children. It's an experiment and it's fantastic, but it, it's, it's not really a Bible study that you would read for you guys to listen to today. And so I have something that I'm going to read to you from one of my favorite books from one of my favorite authors. And her name is Emily Barnes. And it's from the book by, published by Harvest House Publishers called 15 Minutes Alone with God. And it is so good. And I just wanted to read this one to you. And I know it has like a Christmas, uh, a nod to Christmas, but I think it's important that we think about this today because it's important that we tell people about Jesus. You know, I said that I have been hosting seven evangelists in my home this week. It's another reason I've been so crazy busy. They're traveling around the United States telling people about Jesus because they believe that, and we we do believe uh, that revival, God is bringing a great revival onto earth right now. And so there's so many ministries involved in this revival. And I am definitely involved in the revival. I'm a big revivalist. I really, really believe in preaching the gospel and telling people about the Lord and uh you know, doing what I can to be faithful. So I wanted to read this devotion to you guys today. It's so good. And the scripture reading is John 6, 35 to 40. So I'm going to start with that, but let's pray. Father, I thank you for my friend listening today. I thank you for her beautiful heart or his, if, if he's listening. 
the dads are listening. I thank you for all the work that they do in their home to take care of their little ones and to raise them up for you. I thank you for Tara Davis's devotion today on the website about teaching children that nothing is impossible with God. I pray for my sweet friend here that they will go and and will uh, do that experiment with their children. It's so important to teach our kids about Jesus. And Father, I pray that you would help us all to to learn more about telling people about Jesus. I pray, God, that you would show us our place in the revival that's coming. Help us to be ready. Help us to do our part by telling our friends and family about you. God, we don't want to... Uh, to neglect sharing the gospel. Lord, we know that life on this earth without you is no life at all. It's so hard. I remember what it's like not to be saved and not to have that relationship with you and that hope and the Holy Spirit living inside of me. And Lord, I pray if my, if my friend here listening today doesn't know you, I pray that they would come to know you. And I pray, God, if they do know you and they have people in their family and friends that don't know you, I pray that you would speak to their hearts something today that they would learn about uh, talking to you about the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. John six thirty five to 40. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and still you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose none of all who that he has given me, but raise them up on the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life, and I will raise Him up on the last day. And the key verse is John 6, verse 40. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life, and I will raise Him up on the last day. Okay, so this is from 15 Minutes Alone with God by Emily Barnes. And her husband's name is Bob. I met him. He's wonderful. Bob and I arrived to our hotel late after flying from California to Hartford, Connecticut. It was our first holiday for the season, holiday seminar for the season, and the church put us up at a beautiful Ramada Inn. We were anxious to see the turning of the leaves for the first time, and they were at their peak in early October. We registered at the hotel, went directly to our room, took a hot bath, and crawled into bed. It felt so good after the waits, plane layovers, airport terminal delays, crowded, cramped seating, and heavy luggage. We both fell into a much-needed sleep about 9.30 p.m. Two and a half hours later, we were wakened by what we thought was a smoke alarm. My Bob rolled to the phone to call the front desk when I peeped out the peephole into the do- in the door. I couldn't see any smoke, but Bob was not getting any answer from the front desk. He let the phone ring and ring as the alarm got stronger and louder. I peeked out the peephole again, only to see a man running down the hall, pulling on his, his pants and jacket on. Bob, it's a fire, I yelled. People are evacuating the building. 
Bob quickly hung up and we put some clothes on. Not much, and I'm not sure what. We grabbed our briefcases and swiftly left the room. By now, many other guests were doing the same. The alarm was still blasting and we heard the sirens of fire trucks headed for the hotel. As we walked toward the stairs to hurry down six flights, we ran into people pushing through to get ahead. One lady kept yelling, hurry, Ruth, hurry, Ruth, as she passed us. Poor Ruth. Her legs just couldn't move as fast as the others. We finally made it out into the very chilly, 34 degrees, midnight air. The whole hotel had been evacuated onto the street, and firefighters were all over, only to find it was a false alarm. People calmly headed back into their rooms. As we got off the elevator and on, on our floor, a lady peeped out her head in her nighty and asked, was it a fire? False alarm, we answered. Well, I didn't believe it anyway. Crawling back into bed, Bob and I both thought how that woman's words echoed the sentiment of so many at Jesus' first coming. I didn't believe it anyway. How many had heard the message, saw the messenger, Jesus, and his miracles, and still didn't believe? Today, the message is clear. Jesus is here. The Bible tells us the truth, the life, the love, and the message of salvation. Today's scripture reading tells us to believe and we will receive eternal life. However, it's as true as it was 2,000 years ago. Many say, I didn't believe it. One day we will find that his word is truth and for some it will be too late. And here's a prayer that Emily wrote. Father God, never let me get to the point of unbelief. I have seen hardened hearts and I don't want it to be true of me. I have found you to be believable in the past, and I know you will be believable in the future too. Amen. Thoughts for action. Share with a friend how you came to believe in Christ. Begin today to read the Bible, believing that it is God's inspired word. And the last one, I love this one that she wrote. She says, I conclude my holiday seminar with this poem, As a thought for action, read it and expect a tear or two and let your heart be touched. Okay, so guys, this is really good. And I think that it just really makes you think about when Jesus comes back. And it's called, Twas the Night Before Jesus Came. Twas the night before Jesus came and all through the house, not a creature was praying, not one in the house. Their Bibles were laying on the shelf without care in hopes that Jesus would not come there. The children were dressing to crawl into bed, not once even kneeling or bowing ahead. And mom in her rocker and baby on her lap was watching the late show while I took a nap. When out of the east there arose such a, such a clatter, I sprang to my feet to see what was the matter. I sprang to my feet. Oh, <laughs> away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but an angel proclaiming that Jesus was here. With a light like the sun sending forth a bright ray, I knew in a moment this must be the day. The light of his face made me cover my head. It was Jesus returning just like he had said. And though I possessed worldly wisdom and wealth, I cried when I saw him in spite of myself. In the book of life, which he held in his hand, was written the name of every saved man. 
He spoke not a word as he searched for my name. When he said, it's not here, my head hung in shame. The people whose names were had been written with love, he gathered to take them to the Father above. With those who were ready, he rose with a sound while all the rest were left standing around. I fell to my knees, but it was too late. I had waited too long and thus sealed my fate. I stood and I cried as they rose out of sight. Oh, if it had, I had only been ready tonight. In the words of this poem, the meaning is clear. The coming of Jesus is drawing near. There's only one life, and when comes the last call, we'll find that the Bible was true after all. Uh, That is so convicting. We really need to be telling people about Jesus, friends. Here's another couple of scriptures that she has. The first one is 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. I'll give you a minute if you have your Bible. You can pull it up with me. having trouble today. Okay, 2 Timothy 3, 16. And it talks about the Bible. I love this scripture. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Such a good scripture. And the other one is Acts 13, 38 to 39. I love the scripture too. Therefore, my brothers, I want you to know that though Jesus, that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is justified from everything you could not be. I'm sorry, guys, I'm having trouble today. Let me start over. So it's Acts 13, 38 to 39. Therefore, my brothers, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is justified from everything you could not be justified from by the law of Moses. I love it. That's so good. Okay, so I guess the big takeaway from today is that if you know someone that doesn't know Jesus, be sure to tell them. Don't wait. Um, It's so important that we share Christ with the people and ask God. You know, God's part of the Holy Spirit's job is um, to two things that to guide people unto all truth and to show them the things that all are to come. But also the Holy Spirit draws people unto the Father. And he draws them for salvation. And so the people that you know in your life that don't know God, ask God to save them. Speak to God about them. And if you don't know Jesus, I want to invite you right now to take the next step and to pray this prayer. Maybe today's devotional was just for you. You know, nothing happens by uh, coincidence. I I am very responsible and I always get everything up for Help Club, but I have been so busy the last two days that we didn't get the posts up on time. And so maybe today's post about salvation is for you. And so I want to give you an opportunity to pray this prayer with me. 
I love Billy Graham. And he has a beautiful prayer called the Salvation Prayer. And it's it's what he prayed at all of his revivals. And guys, all you have to do, you repeat after me. But the most important thing after this part too is just to take a moment and to to just talk to Jesus yourself. So, okay, so repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and my life. I tr- want you I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Lord, I pray for my friend listening today that if they don't know you that they will pray that prayer. And God, that they will tell a friend and know that just like in our devotion that we read today, their name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. And God, oh, what a joy to have our names written in the Lamb's book of life. That book that um, is the record of, of who comes to heaven to be with you and who is left behind on this earth. And Lord, we don't want any of our family members left behind. We don't want any loved ones left behind. Lord, the worst thing on this earth would be to leave without a relationship with you. Lord, having a relationship with you on this earth is the most important thing. It's so important that we go to be with you where you are when we die or when you come back. But Lord, it's so important to have this relationship with you while we live on this earth. It's such a joy to walk with you and have the Holy Spirit inside of us, guiding us into all truth and showing us the things that are to come and helping us live our lives and changing our lives and turning our hearts away from sin and helping us to walk with you and be better moms and dads and wives and have better marriages. Lord, with you, there's always hope. So Father, I pray for my friend who just prayed that prayer today that he or she would know that she is a new creation and what an amazing day today is for my friend to be saved. And so Lord, help her or him to go to church to find a Bible-believing church or to tell a friend uh, that it's a Christian and to go to church with them and to get plugged into Christian community and to go get a Bible and to start living their lives for you. God, living our lives for you on this earth is the only way to live our lives. And so, God, I just pray that my friend would know that the angels are singing right now as she prayed that prayer and meant it in her heart, Lord, or his heart. Lord, the angels are singing. They're so happy. And so, Lord, I just thank you for my friend's new life. And I pray that you would protect them from the enemy. I pray that they would know the great love of Jesus. They would get a Bible and start reading about your love and the life that you lived on this earth and start living by the power of your name. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, I would love to hear from you. Please email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. We would love to hear from you. Like I said, it's not normal for us to get the podcast episodes up late, like today is late. And I just feel like it was for somebody out there to hear the message of salvation and to know how important it is to have you as our Lord and Savior. It's the most important thing. 
So have a great day, guys. I love you. Everything will be back to normal tomorrow. Have a great day and know that Jesus loves you. He's with you. He never leaves you. And he cares about you so much. Goodbye. Thank you for listening.